Hey guys, welcome to the Learn Feng Shui podcast, where you'll learn feng shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. So if you're interested in learning feng shui, Chinese astrology, all things Chinese metaphysics, as well as the superstitions and myths that connect it all, you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. Hey guys, enjoy today's replay of five ways to use a glue gourd and the symbolism of pumpkins. I had a little bit of a family illness this week, so I've been out kind of, you know, tending to the needs of my kids and everything. So uh, next week, we'll come back with eight mansions feng shui and using your favorable directions. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode from last year where we look at wooloos and pumpkins and all kinds of gourds. So Enjoy this fall-themed episode, and I'll catch you guys with a new episode next week. Hey guys, today I'm going to talk about five ways to use a calabash or a wulu gourd. All right, guys, full swing into autumn. Weather's cooling down a little bit, and we're going into the decor stores, at least here in North America and here in the United States. We're getting ready for Halloween, and we're seeing all the pumpkin displays, and we're seeing a lot of decorative gourds. And same for me, I love putting up beautiful pumpkin displays. And um, it's, it's a little bit the same in Chinese traditions, although they keep them out all year long and use what is called the calabash or the wulu gourd. And we might more commonly know them as bottle, you know, bottle gourds. So they're generally hollow gourds that are kind of dried out. And when you shake them, they, you know, rattle because the seeds inside kind of dry out too. I know um, it, I was actually surprised a few years ago to learn that here, at least where I live in West Texas, where there are, there's a really big um, pumpkin uh, harvesting, there's a big pumpkin patch um, in the town of Floyd Ada. And when we go that way, um, I was able to see that they actually also grow these huge calabash gourds. And I just thought they were so beautiful. So they're actually pretty native to my part of the United States, which I thought was so cool. And these are actually gourds that can be found anywhere in the world. They're so commonly used. So let's take a look at how we can use these. So we're going to look at five ways we can use the calabash gourd as well as the origin of why they are used this way. Bottle gourds or calabash have long been taken as auspicious objects in China. With a small mouth and a big stomach, they were used as containers in times past. In ancient times, doctors would often hang a bottle gourd in front of their stall, which was originally used to hold medicine. Gradually, the bottle gourds evolved into a symbol that represented doctors of traditional Chinese medicine. Meanwhile, the Chinese idiom of hanging a calabash to help people came into being praising the benevolence of medical practitioners who save patients in times of pain. In folk culture, as traditional pronunciation um, of bottle gourd is homophonic with rich and happy, it is thereby loved by many people. In addition, as the bottle gourd has many seeds, it came to symbolize the thriving offspring of bountiful grain harvests. Um, it represented the wish of ancient people to have many children and much happiness. 
Number one, probably the very most common way a woo-woo cord is used is for health. So again, kind of going back to the origin of how the woo-woo cord originated, it was said to symbolize health. And it is said that you can place a calabash cord underneath or next to your bed while you're sleeping in times of illness. So, and it's said to, you know, absorb some of those negative energies. Another thing is that I, I don't know how to do it, but I have seen, and you might be able to find this online, I looked when I was doing research for the show and I couldn't find anything about it, but this was from a traditional Chinese practitioner and uh, she had a tradition in which she would cut the top off and she would fill it with some kind of liquid and let that sit out for a time. So if you can find something on that, let me know. <laughs> and if I find something on that, I will let you guys know. So I really, I really um, couldn't find anything on that. But again, I think it's probably you know, good enough to just get a natural wulu. I've gotten them from the, um, the Chinese mart, the Asian marts that they have here in town. And, um, I found some pretty large wulus again, um, kind of referencing back to what I said about them being around pumpkin patches and stuff like that. Um, it is like, we're kind of in an agricultural area where I live. And so it is pretty common to find them just kind of out with the pumpkin decor at pumpkin patches. So you might want to check there too. And so number two, you can use a wulu gourd, it's said for flying star number two. Since it is associated with illness, it is said you can place the wulu gourd. So for example, the flying star number two, you can place it where the yearly star is. Um, and you know, alternatively, you can place a brass one. So a lot of these stores um, that sell feng shui type items will have like a brass or a metal wulu gourd. And so we all know that putting metal in where the flying star number two is, is said to help, you know, kind of cure that area, kind of weaken the earth element or the earth energy that is there associated with the illness star number two. So I mean, you can get a metal wulu, but I really think just a regular wulu also is fine for flying star number two. So way number three here to use a wulu gourd is going to be the flying star number five. So speaking of flying stars, right? So again, the flying star number five is an earth energy. You can kind of chase that monthly flying star around and just use a regular old wulu gourd if you'd like to. So uh, you can use it for the flying star number five. Again, alternatively, if you'd like to use a metal wulu gourd, you can totally use that too. Because remember, again, metal controls the earth. Number four, a symbol of protection. So it is said that wulu gourds are supposed to be a symbol of protection. Um, you can hang it on your door. I've seen businesses hang it up, but I do think that is for um the next tip, so I'll save that. Um, and you can hang it up in your car. Um, I've seen people hang them on the rearview mirrors and stuff like that, and it is supposed to be a sign of protection. And again, kind of going with the symbolism and hanging it on your door, number five, the fifth way you can use it is um, again, just hanging on the door, but it is supposed to be a symbol again of wealth and abundance because of the shape of the bottle. And so, or, you know, the bottle gourd. So the wulu shape is also considered ideal for accumulation of wealth since the mouth is narrow. So, that, you know, the wealth kind of feeds into it and the bottom is wider. So we all know that, of course, in Asian cultures, when something looks like something or sounds like something lucky, they tend to use it and symbolize and associate it with that thing. So it is associated again with a figure eight which again we know the eight flying star is associated with wealth so it does kind of look like a figure eight 
Um, and again, you can buy the metal ones or you can open your own up and you can place symbolic objects in there, coins and little things like that. If you want to do some crystals, um, you can definitely open that up and place those in top to symbolize and give yourself an intentional reminder of holding on to wealth. So please visit the link in the show notes because I was inspired and read off of a couple different websites for this um, for this segment. Um, one other thing I wanted to add is that if possible, and you just buy regular old Hulu gourd, you know, and you or you buy one at the um, feng shui type store, you do want to have it blessed by a priest, and you want to tie a red ribbon around it. It's said to do what it's called is open the eye. So you want to make sure that your anything you put out that's kind of feng shui symbol it does have a red ribbon on it and it said you can activate it using date and time selection although i've never tried that <laughs> so have it blessed by a priest or tie a red ribbon around it today's feng shui word of the day is tai soy you may have heard the terms Tai Soi, Grand Duke, or even Grand Duke Jupiter. These are all terms that are interchangeable for the animal sign that governs the year. For 2023, this is the year of the water rabbit, so the Grand Duke for the year is the rabbit. And just as the term Grand Duke Jupiter implies, this is due to planetary alignment of Jupiter in relation to certain constellations. Remember back in the day, feng shui practitioners actually just used to follow constellations and stars because they didn't have compasses. So a lot of these yearly energies are actually just based on constellations. And this energy is also found in your home and the rabbit governs the east, but not all of the east. So if you take your phone out, take your compass app out and stand approximately center of your home and kind of orient the compass around, you'll find the degrees of 97.5 to 112.5. And this is the subsector of East 2. And this is the Tai Soi area governed by the rabbit for the year. It said you're not supposed to spend a lot of time in this area for the year. And if you have to sit in the area, make sure that you do put the back of your head to the Grand Duke because it's said to appease him. It also is said to empower you and kind of give you a little bit of courage if you need it. If you face the Grand Duke, it's said to be offending the Grand Duke and um, it could cause issues with authority, sometimes arguments and problems with your spouses. If elderly people or children, it's said to affect them uh, pretty strongly or sleeping in that area, they could have issues. Generally, the elderly will have problems with health and I've seen children sleeping in the area have problems with bad dreams. You also want to avoid renovations in the Grand Duke sector for the year. So there is date and time selection you can use if you uh, specifically need to do something to the east sector of your home. So just message me. Um, and again, if you need help finding it, just uh, shoot me a message or you can upload your floor plan to the link in the show notes and I'll help you find it. No problem at all. So yeah, just include a little note, say, uh, help me find the Thai Sawyer Grand Duke sector in my home. So we're going to go to a quick word from our sponsor. If you listen on Spotify and some other platforms and uh, we'll be right back and we're going to talk about the symbolism of pumpkins and gourds. For today's Folklore Friday, we'll be looking at pumpkin symbolisms and meanings. 
these sources will be linked in the show notes below um, from angelicbalance.com and writingwitch.com. Um, there's a couple good articles on pumpkin symbolism and abundance. So number one, prosperity. So pumpkins usually symbolize prosperity. Um, if you think about it, there is so much uh, pumpkin seeds. Like when, if you are here like in North America and have the tradition of carving pumpkins, you'll you know no doubt realize like you have to carve so much out of that pumpkin to actually get to to carve it you know you got to carve out those innards and it really that's the most time consuming thing because the pumpkins have so much flesh and they have so many seeds and from one uh, pumpkin you could grow a ton of pumpkins i've seen people say that they've thrown their pumpkins out in their compost pile or you know they threw the pumpkin out in the corner of the yard and they from the one pumpkin they grew like you know, uh, 30 more pumpkins. So pumpkins symbolize prosperity and abundance. So pumpkins also symbolize longevity and security. So even though we start seeing pumpkins around September, you know, um, they do not disappear. And even though we harvest them around that time, we can keep pumpkins up until like February, you know, all through the holidays, we can keep pumpkins as long as they're in stored properly in a cool spot. And for that reason, again, they represent that longevity. Pumpkins can also represent stability. So pumpkins can pretty much grow anywhere. Um, uh, you know, any place there, really any climate is good for pumpkins to grow. Um, so yeah, so that sense of like, you can put down roots anywhere um, that really does add to the symbolism of stability and both in both of these articles it does talk about that it kind of signifies like you've put down roots in a place even if that place is a little bit um, temporary you could still grow pumpkins whether it's in containers or just one little plant in a corner of your yard and it'll yield a whole lot of pumpkins but it really kind of symbolizes that you've set roots down and you're there permanently especially when you're growing pumpkins but it represents stability. So even though we are seeing a lot of pumpkins this time of year, um, there's some something to be said about whenever you're, you know, you keep seeing the same symbols, you keep seeing the same um, animals, or maybe you're seeing like pumpkins everywhere and not just like at the store, but in really weird places, you know, maybe you see symbols of pumpkins. So it's kind of time to take note and this is the universe showing you you need to pay attention. And so this might be what it's trying to tell you here. Um, one, it might be time to speak up. It said seeing a pumpkin or pumpkin seeds can signify that it is time to speak up. If you feel shallow amongst people, it's time to gather your strength and face reality. Don't give others a chance to defeat you. Speak and be heard since you also matter. Number two, if you keep seeing symbolism or of pumpkins or you keep seeing pumpkins everywhere, um, it might be trying to tell you that you are valuable. So pumpkin seeds are really tiny, but they hold so much value. If you throw them in the garden, you will yield a, a lot of pumpkins showing their importance despite their size. So even if you feel very small in life or you feel like you're insignificant or small, remember that even something small can grow into something big. Number three, it could be symbolizing that you need to stand powerfully. So if you see pumpkins, they might be trying to tell you you need to stand powerfully in your decisions. It's only you that matters and other people's opinions should not bring you down. You should follow your path and not let others lead you and dictate how you conduct your life. 
another thing you can consider is that pumpkins can symbolize purpose in life. So pumpkins are very purposeful in many ways. People in the past would rely on them for survival when there are no other fruits and vegetables. Pumpkins remind us that we have purpose in life and we can fulfill that. So to date, people have used them as Halloween decorations. And of course, they are used during Thanksgiving season also. So that brings us to symbolizing being grateful. So if you sometimes feel, um, you know, you don't, you don't know how you feel in life. Sometimes we just feel blah, right? Um, if you keep seeing pumpkins or just even placing your own pumpkins out, remember that pumpkins are a sign of that abundance and of course a symbol of thanksgiving and we can then in turn remember to be grateful for the blessings that we have. So if you keep seeing white pumpkins, remember it is a time of year where the veil between the world is supposed to be thinner and the spirits are supposed to come through. So perhaps a loved one is trying to send you a message uh, through that white pumpkin, especially if it's something that's it's significant to you. Maybe it's one of your relatives or a loved one that has passed on giving you a little wink and showing you that they're still around. So pumpkin symbolism in a dream. If you dream about pumpkins, it could signify that there are new beginnings and experiences on your horizon. So it does say here, maybe it's time to quit a job relationship um, or bring something to an end. They do represent also transformation. So again, symbolizing that something new and a change can be on its way. some closing thoughts from writingwitch.com. I highly recommend you look at this um, article that I linked below. It does have a companion video that's very lovely, especially if you like that fall feeling. So she says, to gain a closer bond with nature and the earth element, I highly recommend growing pumpkins from seeds if you can. There are even ways to do this in pots if that's the only way you can garden. Getting your hands dirty and gaining patience and satisfaction from the process of planting, tending, and harvesting your own crops is indescribably powerful in learning to understand how energy manifests in this reality. If you have grown a crop from seed to harvest, you'll find out it's incredibly rewarding. And I really do believe that you know what this quote says here about how it teaches you how to understand how to manifest all right guys well i hope you enjoy today's replay um i did update the audio just a little bit and uh you know kind of fix some things that were outdated uh, that i referenced from last year's energy so did a little editing so hope you guys enjoyed it i'll catch you guys next week again as i mentioned for eight mansions favorable and unfavorable directions and we're going to take a look at how to use the eight mansions system of feng shui you may have heard it referred to as like you know my lucky directions or power directions favorable directions so I finally just decided to get to it and do an Eight Mansions podcast. I've been wanting to do it for quite a while now. So I'll catch you guys next week for that. If you need anything in the meantime, always message me. Um, I did have a little bit of an issue with my uh, phone number. It is still working on WhatsApp, but I'm going to try to fix it with Google. So if you've tried to message me at all on that phone number that I've included, um, that's not working, but do message me on WhatsApp. And of course you can always upload your floor plan. Um, as mentioned, 
and we can point out that Grand Duke or Tiesway sector um, or whatever else you need. Anyway, I'll catch you guys next week. For a free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends.